Hello and welcome to the Agape Leaders Podcast. This week, we have a chat with Dr. Greg Mays. As always, I'm so excited to be here with you. And this is a little special today because I'm actually sitting in my hotel room in advance of the Miss Florida competition. Actually, not in advance of. I'm here. We're in the middle of it. Today is Friday and we are in the middle today, this afternoon. The teens will compete and then we will see who is our new Miss Florida and Miss Florida team by tomorrow night. And so by the time you're listening to this on Monday, June the 26th, those winners have already been crowned. So we're still in our series. We're finishing it up today on the four S's that I have been kind of going over. I talked about seek. I talked about service. I talked about sharing. And today we'll finish it up with sin. So let's get started. When I taught this class to our adult Bible study, one of the things I said at the beginning of the class was, when you walk out of here today, you need to be on mission for God. If you are not, you need to spend time alone with God. So I give that to you as you listen. Are you on mission for God? You see, here's the thing that, that many of us, and I'm going to say it again, I always say this, United States Christians, American, if you will, U.S. Christians, we have a tendency to think that as long as we read our Bible from time to time, as long as we go to church on Sunday, then we're good. I'm a Christian. I go to church. I'm a Christian. I read my Bible. I'm a Christian. I give my tithe. May I help you understand that that does not make you a Christian? This word Christian means a, a little Christ or like Christ. In other words, if you're going to be a Christian, you have to look like Christ. So let's unpack that. What did Christ look like? The Bible tells us that Jesus went around doing good. So that's something that we need to be doing. We need to be doing what God called us to do, and that is helping other people. The Bible tells us that Jesus only did what the Father told him to do, which means he was in constant commune, community or commune with God. If he wasn't, how does he know what God wants him to do? So when you say, I'm a Christian, this is what you are saying. You are saying that I am Christ-like. And so it's not about simply giving a tithe or going to church or reading your Bible. It isn't that simple. If you're going to be a Christian, then you must be Christ-like. Well, what did God do with Christ? He sent him. God sent Jesus Christ to the world to be the redemptive sacrifice for the world. This is what he means when he says in John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his son, his one and only son. And you could say he gave, he sent his son to be 
our sacrifice. And here's what Jesus says in John chapter 20, verse 21. Watch this. He says, as the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And so in that moment, Jesus is saying, hey, I'm sending you disciples. But he's also saying, hey, I'm sending you future believers. If you believe in Jesus Christ, then you need to be following him and being like him. Isn't that what Paul says in Philippians? If you have, let me run there real quick. This is, I didn't have this, but you know how I am. If the Lord puts it on my heart, we are going to go to that passage, you know, and uh, he's talking in Philippians chapter two, and he's talking about, you know, if you, he says, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded. Being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. Then he says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. This idea of God sending Jesus, he sent Jesus not to lord over the world that he was the son of God, but he sent Jesus so that we could have a right relationship with God the Father. That's his desire for us. He wants to have a right relationship with us. And he cannot do that as long as our sin is in front of us. So let me break that down real quick. I'm going to talk about sin and being sent. But if I'm going to do that, I need to make sure that your heart's in the right place and that you understand what God is meaning here. So I just said uh, he can't do this as long as our sin is in front of us. So if you don't have Christ, when God sees you, he sees your sin. It's in front of you. However, if you have Christ, when you accept what Christ did for the forgiveness of your sins, what he did on the cross, then when God sees you, he sees the blood of Christ over your doorpost, so to speak, if you remember in Exodus. But when you have Christ, when God looks at you, he sees the blood of Christ. Well, what does the blood of Christ stand for? It stands for the redemption of your sins. And so that's critical. You want to be a Christian, you have to be Christ-like. You have to put God first. You need what Christ did on the cross to cover your sins so that when God looks at you, he sees Christ and he now is ready to deal with you. But if you say, no, there's no Christ, there's no God, I don't believe in that. What happens is when God looks at you, he sees your sin because you don't have Jesus Christ. And so he won't deal with you like you want him to deal with you. Why? Because your sin is in front of you and you want your sin 
to be away from you. You want your sin to have been washed away, pushed away by the blood of Jesus Christ. So that was a little side note. So, so as the Father has sent me, this is what Jesus said, I am sending you. So let's take a look in the book of Mark. When Jesus sends out the 12 in Mark chapter 6, and I'm starting at verse 7, it says, Then Jesus went around teaching from village to village, calling the 12 to him. He began to send them out two by two and gave them authority over impure spirits. Now, he, he gives some specific instructions there, uh, but the point of it is when Jesus sends you out, you have authority. Now, some people will say, well, that's just for those disciples there. Remember, God is not a respecter of man. God doesn't do something for one person and, not, and doesn't do in, his own, in God's own way something for another person. Because God may bless you in this way and he blesses your neighbor in this other way. There's nothing wrong with that. That's okay. The, the point is understanding that God blesses. So when God sends you, he's going to give you the authority. Remember in the book of Matthew chapter 28, when Jesus comes up to, or his disciples come to him, and he says, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. That is in Matthew 28, verse 18. After he says, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me, he follows it up with, therefore, go. Therefore, go. This is Jesus sending us out. He's sending the disciples out in that moment, but he's sending you and I out, you and me. Yeah, He's sending you and me out now. And the reality is, as a Christian, little Christ, you're going to always be on mission for him. Everywhere you go, everything you do, you need to be doing it as unto the Lord. There's no breaks in the sense of, well, I just need some time off from following God. I'm going to go do these other things. No, 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 no. That isn't Christ-like. Jesus Christ didn't take that type of time off. Jesus Christ went off to pray on his own. So he would do those types of things. But as far as just, okay, I'm going to take a break from God. No, that's not an option. When you're following Christ, you have to remember, thank you, Jesus. You need to remember this. As you follow Christ, it's not about you following him. He's sending you. It is about you going and sharing him with every person that you can. Why? Because most of the people that you're going to run into, they don't know Jesus Christ. And if you don't share Jesus Christ with them, no one may ever share Jesus Christ with them. You may be the only person on the planet that will share Jesus Christ with someone. And I like the way the Bible words it. I'm in Matthew 7. This is why it is so important to share Christ everywhere. Watch this. Jesus in Matthew 7, 13 says, Enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction and many enter through it. 
He says, but small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life and only few find it. It is important for us to be out here sharing Jesus Christ with as many people as we possibly can. Why? Because it is through Jesus Christ that they will be able to have a right relationship with God the Father. And if a right relationship with God the Father is not your priority for you and for others, then I will be so bold as to tell you your priorities are messed up. And you can check in the show notes uh, my contact information or how you can reach out to me is there. Reach out to me. I would be happy to have that conversation with you. But if you're not putting God first, your priorities are absolutely out of order. So not only does Jesus send the 12, he also we find in the book of Luke, he sends the 72. So in other words, he sends, there's more disciples than just the 12. We, we, we more can call the 12, we can call them disciples, but we can also call them the apostles of Jesus Christ because they went and started churches and those types of things. So, but at least that was where the, their goal was. So we need to know that Jesus also sent those 72. Well, that's in chap, Luke chapter 10. But watch what he says in Luke chapter 22. He's speaking to his disciples who were there with him. And he asked them this question. He said, when I sent you without purse, bag, or sandals, did you lack anything? You see, back in Mark uh, chapter 6 and also in Luke chapter 10, when he sends uh, the people, he tells them, don't take anything with you. You just go. And so that's what he did. And so they, so he, he asked them, when I sent you, did you lack anything? You didn't have purse. You did not have a bag. You didn't have sandals. Did you lack anything? Watch their response. One word, nothing. They lack nothing. So when you focus in and trust God, you will lack nothing. Watch this. One of the names of God, Jehovah God, is Jehovah Jireh. And we hear this song, you know, Jireh, you are enough. That word Jireh, Jehovah Jireh, means God, my provider. You see, God is your provision. So as you seek him, as you are sent by him, he is going to provide for you. And that is critical. You know, I want to uh, remind you of, as we think about Luke 22, where it says, Luke 22, 35, when I sent you without purse, bag, or sandals, did you lack anything? And of course, the disciples said, no, we didn't lack anything. I want to draw your attention to a very popular passage, and it is found in the book of Philippians. Many of you quote it. You see it on all kinds of bracelets and necklaces and 
There's so many things that people use this passage, and it says in Philippians 4.13, I can do all this through him who gives me strength. But what I want to do is, uh, as we think about Jesus asking them, did you lack anything? And they said nothing. I want you to uh, be mindful of Philippians 4, starting at verse 11. Paul writes, I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. Then he says, I can do this, all this, through him who gives me strength. You see, when God sends you, you're going to be more than enough in him. He will provide for you all that you need. And so that's why it is important for you to walk with Christ, to stay in your word, to stay. Yes, it's good to stay in your word. Yes, it's good to be around a body of believers. It is also good to get away on your own and pray, to spend time meditating, listening. God, what do you have for me in this moment, in this time? All those things are important. And I want you, as I get ready to close this, I want you to understand very simple. When we walk with Christ, we are enough and we have enough. This is important so that you may walk in Christ as he's called you to walk with him. So I want you to fill in this blank. I want you to take a second, even if after I read or talk about this first sentence, this only sentence, if you'll pause it and just spend a second filling in the blank. Here it is. God is sending me to blank. Where is God sending you? Answer that question for yourself. If you want to share that with somebody, we'd love for you to share it here with us. But share it with someone and be willing to say, God is sending me to blank. He's not keeping it a secret from you. In Ephesians 2.10, we learn that we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God has prepared in advance. So as he's prepared those good works, won't you allow him to send you so that you can do everything he's called you to do. Well, that's all we have for this week's Agape Leaders podcast. Let me pray for us and then I will get us out of here. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you so much, Lord God, for what you do in and through our lives. Lord, as you send us, thank you for providing for us. You are Jehovah Jireh. Thank you so much, Lord. Now, Lord, we lift up the two winners, the Miss Florida, the new Miss Florida, and the new Miss Florida's team. So grateful for whoever it is. And I love the fact that this is, is out. They've already been named, but I actually do not know who they are as I'm making this prayer. And I'm praying for them.
thank you, Lord. As always, Father, we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Well, that's all we have for this week of God Faith Leaders Podcast. Until next time, you have a blessed week.